Good evening. Welcome to episode 186 of the How to Code Well podcast. Today we're going to talk about PHP 8.2 because that has been released. We're also going to be talking about ChatGPT very briefly. And I've got some announcements regarding How to Code Well. So I suppose we should crack into the chat GPT first because I've been asked a lot recently about my opinions on uh, chat GPT. And I have to say, I haven't actually used it myself. However, however, I have seen many reaction videos, shall we say, of programmers using chat GPT and asking the AI to complete a programming task and then alter that application once it's been built by adjusting the parameters and, and so forth, as well as some really good examples of how to use ChatGPT to create stories, so things outside of the realms of programming. And it's really interesting. However, I must say that there is a lot of videos going out at the minute around programmers getting some sort of concerned reactions as to whether ChatGPT will remove the need of developers uh, and and take our jobs. And I must say that really, I, I don't think that that's going to happen, to be honest. I work with a lot of legacy code. I work with very old systems and improving those systems migrating systems onto new and better things. I can't see any of the stuff that I do being directly impacted by ChatGPT and other artificial intelligence bots. However, I will say that I do think there is a definite market for using ChatGPT or other API bots in the programming space as a, as a tool to discover how to solve certain problems. The issue I find is around the context and the information one needs to give to these chat GPTs and these artificial intelligence bots to come up with a solution based on the context of the project that you're in. As I said, I'm in, a, in the legacy space. And so I have to have a lot of information about the historical reasons as to why the code base is in a particular state. I need to be aware of certain documentation. I need to be aware of the roadmap. I need to be aware of project constraints, business and stakeholder concerns. And you can't really feed that information into these artificial intelligence bots because you can't really get an artificial intelligence bot to sign an NDA, right? And there's a lot of the context, the historical information that I am aware of based on the projects that I've been in, that you just can't funnel into this uh, a bot, to be honest. And so I really don't think that it's going to be a replacement for a developer. I do think, though, it's going to be a tool for developers to use to come up with perhaps uh, scenarios or situations or solutions that you can then use to sort of massage into the code base, if you will. However, I, I certainly wouldn't rely on these things. And there is a definite security concern around using these things to create and improve a legacy code base. Because the more you give this chat 
inform this uh, artificial intelligence, the more information you give it, the better it will come and respond and come up with these solutions. However, there is this security concern that, like I said, you can't get the artificial intelligence bot to sign an NDA. So once you've given over the information about the legacy application, then that's going to be stored in whatever server that bot is going to be on. And if that is shared amongst other projects against other clients and stuff, then there is a concern over overlapping solutions and overlapping information. So I don't think that this is going to happen. I don't think that there is going to be a a legacy application that just feeds all of the data, all of the confluence pages, all of the historical information, all of the product roadmaps into an artificial bot. Because as I said, there is just a massive security and intellectual property concerns, legality concerns. And so I don't think that it's going to return the a one-to-one -one solution that I can just plug into the, a legacy code base because it doesn't know how the other parts of the legacy code base interact with the solution that it's offering. And so it's just a suggestion, that's all. Which is why I think it's going to be a good tool to suggest solutions to programmers, but it's not going to be the solution that every programmer will choose. And I think that this is where the skill of the programmer comes into play, to know what solution is best, to know what the confines and the constraints and the requirements that are needed, and to find the best solution out there. And one of the tools to find a solution could be through the chat GPT or the other bots out there. But I, I don't think that it's going to be the one-to-one. -one. I think it's just going to be a, a way of finding Stack Overflow uh, answers better, quicker, you know. So there we go. I could be completely wrong and I will be playing with it and I'll be giving you my thoughts when I do. But right now, I really don't think that there is any concern with our jobs through artificial intelligence, to be honest. Let's talk about PHP 8.2 because this is now here and you can use it in your application. And it's something that we're going to be using in How to Code Well Land probably next year. It's on the roadmap for next year. It's not high on the roadmap, but it's on there. It's certainly something that I need to put in. HowToCodeWell.net actually has gone live. So pr before I kept saying, you know, we're in pre-production, we're now at staging, and, you know, I've got all these Kubernetes clusters and all of this stuff. It's now live, and it's been live for probably the best part of maybe two, maybe three weeks. And it's going to go through the next iteration, or the first iteration, I should say, which will happen, I believe, next weekend, because there's a couple of things that I need to sort of iron out before that happens. I want to try and get a rolling release going every two or three weeks. So it's out there, it's live, you can join, you can log in, and you can enroll in free courses and, and whatnot. There isn't any paid courses on there yet. Uh, there's something I need to deal with is the actual content because now it's live. I definitely see the value of uh, improving the content. That is the that is the value that I can offer is improving the content. And in fact, last stream we did on YouTube on Tuesday on Tuesday evening, we did 
something around the code notes and it was actually the docker machine tutorials that i had ages ago i did those ages ago and the code notes is act are actually a open source project that i have on github where we have a series of markdown files that relate to the tutorials and the courses that i've created and i believe there's something like 40 maybe 50 code notes left for me to do and, and or, or anyone to join and to do and the, the the idea is that these notes are secondary piece of content that you can you can use that kind of uh, go hand in hand and relate to the video they're not like a one-to-one -one of the video you know these are the commands that i used in the video these are kind of like commands or parts of the code that you can use alongside the video so they kind of go hand in hand there's also transcripts as well that i need to add so i do appreciate that there is a lot of content that i need to adjust and improve going forward and that's something that's going to happen in the background there's also other issues and stuff bugs and and little features that i want to roll into the next couple of sprints so there, there's little things like for example the social cards so when i share things on twitter or facebook those images aren't appearing there's issues around just the, the general things of just a general website. For example, the favicon isn't there and I need to improve things in say the Google analytics and other bits and pieces. Just the general stuff of a normal basic website, really, I just need to improve. Once we get all of that boring stuff out of the way, we can then start rolling some actual proper features. One of which is going to be search. But we're a long way off that. Another feature is the PHP 8.2 improvement. We are only on PHP 8 at the minute. So we're going to go from 8.1 and then 8.2. And if you're interested in watching how a PHP dev does the improvements, does the upgrades from one from 8, 8 to 8.1 to 8.2, then I'll be doing these live on Twitch. So when I get to it, I will announce it on the podcast. And usually I do these on the Sundays on Twitch. So I will let everybody know. But PHP 8.2 is here. Yay. It does have a couple of things that are good things and bad things, I, I think. So, for example, we have the read-only classes. And I haven't really used read-only classes myself, so I can't really give any kind of experience as to whether they're good or not but in, in 8.1 we had read-only properties again i haven't really used those either we do have things like new data types for for null false and true and we also have dnf which is type combinations and intersection types which i kind of feel like it's going to be it's going to allow for more messy code <laughs> to be honest, with the with all of these type combinations. So we'll see how that goes. One of the big hits is that dynamic property properties are now deprecated. And I do believe that that's going to harm or hurt uh, a lot of legacy projects because they relied on uh, dynamic properties. It's only deprecated and you can, you can um, tell it to use uh, deprecated properties however you really should shouldn't be using them now so i think that that's probably going to be the biggest shift there is other things for instance um traits can now have constants i'm not a massive trait guy to be honest i i kind of don't 
I don't use them, to be honest. I try and find other solutions that don't need traits, don't need to rely on traits. Um, PHP isn't Python, and so we don't have multiple inheritances. And this traits have always felt to me like this kind of half-arsed kind of solution around multiple inheritance, to be honest. And it hasn't really, it doesn't really solve any kind of immediate problems that I have. I've got a link in the show notes below. It's laravelnews.com forward slash php 8.2 if you're interested in knowing this there's other features and other things that you really should be aware of and finally i want to just mention about the php talk that i gave at php london a couple of weeks back that went really really well however i did get caught up by the nerves and it's something that i'm really trying to improve going forward and i think it's a case of just having more experience i do believe that especially in the current market where it's a little bit ropey right now as a contractor being able to do public speaking is actually quite a good thing to have on the cv so it's definitely something that i want to continue doing and it's definitely something that i want to improve doing i turned into basically a shaking leaf when i was up on on that stage well it wasn't really a stage it, it was just sort of in front of people and there was like I, I think there was like 50 people there something around that number 40 50 people which was great however i just basically turned into a bundle of nerves and i had the microphone in my hand and i was shaking and i was shaking and i was shaking i did notice that there was a couple of people there who you know no fault to their own because it was at the end of the day end of the week it was quite a long day, uh, I, I would imagine, for people because they would have had to travel there. There were a few people who were talking. There were a few people who were yawning. Uh, and I've done this before. So I'm, I'm not saying that this is any kind of disrespect or any diss or anything like that. Because I've done it before. I've got to a talk and I've been exhausted. And I've been trying to pay attention and it just hasn't worked. And also when you go to a talk, you see it's like a social occasion. So you still see... Uh, old colleagues i've seen lots of old colleagues at talks before and so you want to talk to them so i'm not saying that they're i'm not i'm not having go at anyone for for talking or yawning or anything like that i just found it a, a little bit off-putting and i and, and that that basically added to the nerves because I, I kept thinking as i was talking you know is there something wrong with the slides is there anything on the slides that I need to uh, adjust and change as this was going? And it was those doubtful feelings in, in the back of my head that um, were questioning me. In my, It kind of gave me a load of imposter syndrome. So I need to try and sort that out. And I, and I think the only way of doing that is to do more talks and be in that uncomfortable situation and see if there are any ways that I can improve in as a public speaker eventually of course i want to be in conferences but i really don't think i'm there yet to be honest i would love to to speak at a conference rather than a user group but again i think that's a step too far for me at the minute so this talk php uh, code with confidence using 
PHP CS, PHP Code Sniffer. It's a talk that I want to improve upon. There is another talk that I've got, which is um, Code with Confidence using PHP Stan. I want to basically create a series of Coding with Confidence using Xtool. So I want to create another talk and we're probably going to be focusing on, and it's another auditing tool. So we might do PHP unit. We might do PHP mess detection or lock or uh, SAM or something like that. But I'll be planning this on stream on Twitch. And again, I'll be announcing this as I go. If there's any user groups out there who are, who are interested in listening or having me talk, then please do get in touch, howtocopewell.net forward slash contact. And I would, you know, I really like to improve my public speaking. So, yeah, if there's anyone who is after a speaker and they're a user group, then do let me know. I am also going to apply and do some CFPs for conferences with the with the foresight that I'll probably never get, you know, asked to speak at a conference just because at the you know the level I am at the minute isn't isn't. Uh, isn't I wouldn't say I I would say it's not that professional as public speaking. I was basically turned into a shaking leaf, and there was a lot of ums and ahs. And I listened to a little bit of it back, and it did sound like I was being a little bit forceful. So I need to I need to improve that approach as well. So if anybody's got any suggestions, of course, then do let me know. And if anybody's got any opinions on chat gpt and whether or not this is going to be the thing that takes our careers then uh get in touch as well because i'll be interested to hear the other side thank you ever so much for watching or listening happy coding everybody and i'll see you again at the next stream which is probably going to be this sunday on twitch probably around 3 p.m and are we even in british summertime anymore probably not i don't even know i'll see you again Take care. Cheers. Bye-bye.